0: And welcome to Fraud uh, Busting Neofraus podcast. It is the only podcast for female fraud professionals and their allies who want to stay on top of the fraud awareness spectrum in order to thrive professionally while maximizing their happiness and having the courage to create the life they love. Thank you for listening. Uh, hi, everyone, and welcome to this new episode of the neo uh podcast. I'm Olga, I'll be your host today, and uh, for today's episode, we have a special guest. Um, this is Maria Kellis, and without further ado, I'd like uh, to give Maria the floor to uh, briefly introduce herself uh, to the listeners. Hi, Maria.
1: Hi, thank you for having me here. I'm excited to be uh, a part of your uh, show and I'm excited to share some key messages with the audience but let me first start by introducing myself um my, my name is Maria Kelly as you mentioned and uh, the what I do is I am a leadership coach and consultant so I I work with individual and corporations helping them improve their leadership and also in in team dynamics in in uh, in in various problems that uh, leadership can bring a change. And I I believe that leadership is the answer to most problems in an organization. Uh, My background is that uh, I I came from, uh, I I have three degrees from MIT, so a a technology background, but also the Sloan School of Management, so a business background. And I had uh, a story of adversity and a lot of really difficult things that happened um, including abuse, unfortunately. And, uh, and so I've learned to not just be looking at things, expecting things to happen, but really take charge of my life and be in my power. Um, and that is what I'd like to help people achieve as well, because when we stand in our power, we experience a level of extraordinary freedom and we can truly change the way we are, our world. And, uh, and truly, I think that we can make the world a better place. So here goes.
0: Thanks so much, Maria, for this uh, wonderful introduction. Um, your background definitely sounds uh, truly, truly impressive. And uh, I'm glad you joined on uh, this episode of uh, the podcast um, to uh, share with audiences um, uh, more of your expertise. Uh, and that uh, brings me to ask you my uh, first question. Um, can you share with audience a, a bit more about the importance of the organizational change management and shifts um, in mindset?
1: Absolutely. I believe that uh, the organization itself, um, well, l- let me first start with saying that I believe that we are in a process of changing the business paradigm. Mm-hmm. Um, businesses have been operating in a very stale environment, in an environment that has not been promoting Entrepreneurship—that what I call entrepreneurship inside bigger organizations—that has not been promoting innovation, that has not been promoting creativity—and this is now changing. And we have the opportunity to shift and join what we now call conscious business practices, so really accelerate the way we do business, become more human in our business. And it has been proven over and over and over again that companies that follow conscious business practices actually outperform the average. They are shining examples of how by improving company culture, by improving the communication, by improving leadership, by improving change, uh, well, but by implementing change and improving the situation within the companies, we can truly create extraordinary results. So in, um, In companies, one thing that uh, people say, and I always say that's not true, is, oh, this is the way things are done. And I always ask, why? And there may be a really good reason, and then that's okay. And sometimes it's just a really bad reason. It may be a bad habit. It may be a a practice that was developed decades ago, and then people follow without really thinking about it, but maybe outdated. So I invite people to... Look at everything that is happening and ask themselves: is this really aligned with our values, with our practices, with what we are doing to serve our customers best and also to create an environment when people are happy and change is happening? So by asking those questions, they, they may seem they, they may see, seem like simple questions, mm-hmm. but by asking that questions, we allow organizations to truly improve by taking advantage of their number one asset, which is their human capital.
0: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, Well, thanks so much, Maria, for sharing uh, your thoughts um, and uh, expertise. I'm sure the audience uh, will enjoy uh, listening, but not only that, also learning uh, from your knowledge uh, and advice, perhaps. And having said uh, that, um, that brings me to my next question for you on an individual level, so to say, this time. And uh, that is, what advice can you provide to the listeners and uh, to women specifically, perhaps, out there in order for them to be able to navigate through um, experiences um where organizational culture and mindset are not on a perfect or so perfect level <laughs> <laughs> well
1: uh not so perfect well i i'm gonna start by saying that's probably everywhere so there's <laughs> always room for improvement there's always room and uh, th- there's always room to grow and I do want to say that as we grow, as we evolve, as we improve the companies, in fact, what that is doing, it is creating true results in the bottom line. Business does exist to make money. So interestingly enough, as we improve the cultures, we improve the leadership of people, we are actually improving the bottom line as well. So um, I I want to invite people to think about, to to, to take a step back and to think about levels of responsibility. Um, I'm, I'm gonna start with a little bit of philosophy. Uh, I am originally from Greece, even though uh-huh. I, I went to school in the United States. Uh, and uh, I, I've lived many years uh, in Boston and California as well. Um, and uh, I, I love Greek philosophy. There is a stoic Greek philosopher, ancient Greek uh, called Epictetus um, and this is the first time that uh, in the philosophy, in the Stoic philosophy, what they brought to the world is this idea that we are responsible for everything. So we are choosing what we're seeing. We are choosing our destiny. We are choosing what exists out there. So what we have control over are only four things. Our thoughts, our actions, our words, and our emotions. So what we <laughs> what we think, yes, we do have control about what we think. What we do, we definitely have control over our actions. What we say, so we definitely have control over what we're going to say. And also, we actually have control over our emotions. That means that if we're angry, well, okay, we can say we are angry. And, um, and so... This locus of control is important to realize, especially in in leadership, to realize that we don't have control over the whole universe. Um, We have this limited control, but that control is what allows us to, to create everything. So our discipline, our practices, is what is rooted in our actions, in our thoughts, in our feelings, and in our communication. So, um... Based on that, I always like to invite people to think about those levels of responsibility. If you think that life is happening to you, I do have to say that you're operating from a victim consciousness, and and I have to say I have compassion for that because I, as I said, I came from a background where I was very abused, and uh, unfortunately, that means physically, mentally, uh, emotionally, and sexually. So the whole package, and I had learned, quote unquote, to be a victim. I had learned to feel like a victim, to feel victimized very justifiably so. And So things were happening to me. And from that perspective, the world, I'm sorry, but for lack of a better word, sucks. So I was not happy. I was not able to do anything. And so I have spent my life and career working on on realizing how do we go out of that victim idea where things are happening to us towards this idea that we're creating our own universe and destiny. And there are four steps in there. So there you go, another four steps. So things happen to me. So I am a victim. So things happen for me. This is the first shift we can do. So we are looking at the world through gratitude. We are looking through the world as if we are the lucky ones. And then we can take a pause and go into what I call the observer, which is really things are happening. There's no judgment. There's no, um, it's not good or bad. It just happens. So we just observe and things are happening. And the last stage where we are really creating our destiny is that things happen through me. So I am creating everything that I see. I'm creating everything that I experience. And the reason I'm saying this is that it's very easy, especially, Especially when people are not being kind to us, it's it's very easy to feel victimized and it's very easy to feel that we have no control, but we do have control. Remember, our thoughts, our actions, our feelings, our uh, our words. So we are creating everything. So very often when we arrive in a culture, when we arrive in a position, when, when something happens that is... Contrary to our beliefs, our our, 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 um, everything that that we stand for, our values, it, it can be frustrating at best. We are looking at what is going on and we feel that, oh, this is happening to me and we may get frustrated, we may get upset. But instead of looking at this as an opportunity to improve, we look at this as a something that is just happening to us and that we have to live through. And I always say, stop, stop in that moment and say, what can I do to improve the situation? If there's, let's say, bullying at work, well, okay, probably bullying happened before you and it's probably going to continue after. How can we change that to not only bring the situation to a better stance, but to get to a point where we are healing let's say this this negative culture and so i always say stand in your power stand in your responsibility you're 100 responsible for creating the world around you and that means that if something is not aligned with what you want if something is simply not what you want you can change that you have the power to change that and I do want to remind people that they are extremely powerful. When we go around thinking that we're like little victims that aren't just being around and oh, it feels like there's nothing we can do. But the truth is that as you, in, in the Tao Te Ching, it says that as you shift the way you look at things, the world around you shifts. What that means is that as we change, the world changes. And that is incredibly important to understand because as you change, as you change your beliefs, as you change your attitude, as you change your leadership, your world, the people you interact with, the people that will come in contact with you will naturally shift. So that guy in the corner that you can't stand is actually going to be transferred somewhere else or going to go deal with someone else. This is incredibly important to realize that your job is not stuck in place from external circumstances. You control it through your internal world. And so by shifting the way you look at things, things will shift. So there's no such thing as being a victim. So when we arrive in a culture that has these negative patterns that we don't appreciate that are not aligned with our values... It is important first to change our perception and realize that, yeah, we can change that. And second, to realize that we have so much power. One person can make such a difference. Every single person can. So every person will make a difference by choosing what they're going to do, choosing what they're going to offer, choosing what they're going to say, choosing what they're going to think. And your voice matters. Your ideas matter. Don't sit around thinking that they don't. They do. So what what you can do is, well, as I said, change your attitude and also start taking actions that are aligned with you and you will see things shift.
0: Uh, Wow, Maria, thank you so much uh, for sharing uh, your thoughts on uh, this uh, question. I uh, definitely enjoyed uh, listening um, very carefully to your detailed explanation and um, advice uh, for the listeners, I guess, on on this uh, question. And I'm sure um, whoever is listening to the episode will appreciate very much and perhaps even uh start applying your strategies uh that you just shared with us i um appreciate very much once again um your participation and uh all, all of the wisdom shared today uh Absolutely. thank you so much i uh, i will be uh also adding um your uh publications um to the uh, episode sure.
1: It, can I add something Yeah, absolutely. So, um I am uh, in in this uh, uh, so Olga asked me uh, what can I share with the audience and and there's an ebook that we just put together. Uh, I literally today just got it back from the editor and um, uh it is uh it is ready to be sent so uh, by the time this interview is published I I will be able to share that so. Uh, you can always pick it up at my website, which is mariakellis.com. That's Maria and then Kellis with double L, K E double L I S dot com. Um, and uh, from that uh, ebook, the, the ebook is centered in one specific area, which is the change uh, that AI is bringing to the world. And And AI is not new, but uh, um, the awareness of AI has been increasing in the last few months because of open AI. So now, uh, AI uh in uh in writing has been av- has been made available to the masses through through open ai. Uh so the tool is ChatGPT, and uh and so this has given us a glimpse at what is coming. We are at the cusp of a huge shift. And uh that is where leadership again becomes more important mm-hmm. because as the world is moving faster and faster, as tools are coming in uh that are increasing human potential it becomes crucial for us to be better humans to grow in our leadership to grow in our ability to be um to be the the best versions of ourselves so um i uh, i have some great advice that people can read about and on how to navigate and how to grow how to evolve how to keep up with the new times so not only you're not left behind, but you become a part of the revolution that is in front of us.
0: Wow, that's amazing, Maria. Thank you so much once again uh, for sharing uh, all uh, that insights and uh, especially about uh, your uh, publication. I cannot wait to... <laughs> to receive it from you and uh, share with the audience. Uh, I'm sure they will appreciate it very much. And who knows, we might uh, cover that uh, specific AI topic with you uh, in another episode.
1: (laughs) I would be happy to join you again. Absolutely. Thank you.
0: Thank you so much, Maria. Uh, And thanks everyone for listening. Stay healthy and happy.